Dear Talkspace, we are pleased to advise you that your request for an extension has been approved. Hello, hello, Talker Space approved extension listeners. Welcome back to another episode. I apologize, everyone. I was once again on one of my little sabbaticals. So there was a couple of weeks without an episode. I apologize. I'm dying slowly inside. It's week 10? Week 10. I think so. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's creeping there. So it's getting to that pointy end of the semester and I am drowning. But aren't we all? Anyway, these beautiful people across from me are not just my support crew <laughs> for this morning. <laughs> I have in the studio two very exciting da- guests. I have Fletcher Dunn and Ben from Fletcher Dunn. The band? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's a band. Yeah. Named after myself, apparently. <laughs> Really egotistical. Yeah, uh, yeah, really, really up there. (laughs) Well, welcome into the studio, guys. We're so excited to have you. We've never had the Fletcher Dunn Band on Talker Space before, so we are going to chat all sorts of things, your university, your artistry, your sound, and an exciting new track that you've just released. Yeah, yeah, it's um, not released just yet. It's um, October 13th. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I need to remember. I keep, That's getting, so good. I keep getting exclusive access. You're just like itching for it. Like... It's just there, just, just ready to go. It's just one step further. Almost yeah. there. Almost anyway, there. before we get into the new track, Fletcher, Ben, tell me about yourselves. University, where are we at? All right, I'll, I'll head off first. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing music at QUT, Bachelor of Fine Arts in music um and in my second year and coming to the end of that and it's kind of fun just making music with some mates is kind of the main deal at the moment and having to write some silly essays here and there but other than that (laughs) it's pretty chill i just the music degree always fascinates me because like a lot of the artists that i interview and uh, being a QUT student myself a lot of the artists that i come across are all music students it Mm. just sounds like such an amazing culture, like especially tucked up there in Z9 with all of the beautiful studios. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> wouldn't want to be anywhere else. It's just like, so how far into degree are you, sorry? Um, just on the end of my second year. Second yeah. year. Wow. So you're just like, have you, were the music studios something that was like really shoved upon you or did you have to sort of find them? That's one thing I've always worried, wondered. Um, for me, from the get, I knew that the main reason I went to QUT was for the studios. Oh, so they're so, famous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just did a bunch of open days when I was like after, just before graduating and looking for uni. And then um, just thought that the one at QUT kind of fit my vibe a bit. And then, um, yeah, when I, when I got in there and once we were allowed to have like, we did all our inductions and stuff, I was kind of in the studio and the rehearsal rooms kind of every day, every week. Mm. And um, yeah, I was just trying to learn them and get better and better. I know. One of my first artist interviews for Talker Space was with um, Samuel Fudge. Don't know him. No, a couple of years ago, ages ago. 
And he was like, oh, you're a QT student. Just come to the studio. He's like, it'll be no big deal. And me being a nervous person, I was like, oh, my God, a music artist. Like, I have to interview. And then I get up to the whatever the top floor of Z9. And it's just this, like, amazing studio with this massive view. And I was like, oh, yeah. who the hell is this person? Yeah, like, late night rehearsals, looking out at all the cars <laughs> and stuff. Like, so good. I just can't. Because it literally looks like one of those, like, music studios out of the movies. Like, the views from that. And it's so huge in there. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations on that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, Ben, what's your story? Um, I'm a second year engineering and computer science student. So a little bit away from the music <laughs> degree. But I want I still want to like do as much music as I can in my spare time. And I just really like playing with Fletcher, just playing with mates. Mm. Just enjoyed like kind of being in that space. Yeah. So then what made you, so were you into music before starting uni? Oh, 100%, yeah. Like, that was what I was going to do until I kind of found this degree as well. Oh, so, okay, because then I was about to ask, like, what made you pick engineering? Well, I've got, like, a a set dream of what I want to do in that space. So Mm -hmm. I want to, like, build that up while still being able to build up music on the side. And I felt that was something I was able to do. Whereas if I did a music degree, I wouldn't, I would kind of lose out more on that other aspect of my life, I guess. Yeah. Can I ask, what's the dream? Uh, um, The end goal is to build artificially intelligent androids that assist with emergency services and things. So like with the floods or the bushfires recently, like stuff where it was too dangerous for a human emergency worker to go and help or rescue different people, we send in these androids who are controlled by humans or have their own artificially intelligent routes set out to try and help out more where we might not necessarily be able to. Sorry, that's a beautiful dream. All I'm picturing is RoboCop. <laughs> look, look, yeah, yeah. You, you just want to make RoboCop happen. Literally. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never, the amount of times that you've said that, I've never gone to RoboCop. I've just no. been like, that's such a sweet dream. I watched RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it, so. <laughs> well... I hope you achieve that dream Thank of making much. RoboCop. You have to design them to look like RoboCop. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only mission for you. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, like, shout out for Triple Z when I do it. Just, <laughs> just a sticker, just on the front. Just, no, just a sticker go, on the ass. Just a sticker yeah. on the ass. <laughs> Facts. So then, in all of that university, is that how you guys met? Um, No, uh, we've been friends since, well... 2014? Yeah, yeah, technically, like, primary school. Cause, yeah, Gross, the, the high so school long ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, there, there was a couple years where, where we, we weren't... We just, uh, you weren't yeah. in the fucking yeah, country, country, bro. Country. <laughs> that's, that's what I, Yeah, I made it sound like we weren't friends. No, I just wasn't there. Wasn't here. I was, yeah, I just went, goodbye, Australia. Wow, yeah. okay. So, knew each other through school, did you say? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, who else is in this band, and how did we meet them? Um, so we have another mate who plays guitar. His name's Zachary Manita, and we also know him from high school. Oh wow! And yeah, so long-standing band. Yeah, we <laughs> we haven't really. It's only been like he joined us after because we did a gig at Tomcat at the start of the year, and we had one of Ben's uni mates playing guitar with us, and then she just with uni, she was just like having this full-time commitment of a band moving forward wasn't really for her, mm. and so then I just asked Zach because he was very eager on starting a band with us. And then I was like, well, just join the one that we already got kind of thing. And then on drums, we have um, one of my close mates from uni called Thomas Herwood. And he's 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 a he's a go-to guitarist, but like on drums, he's something else. Fucking insane. Yeah. Like, 
Travis Barker, <laughs> Dave Grohl, just like literally melded together. Wow, like, yeah. that's crazy. And so, like, what's the I guess vibe for the band? You were mentioning that you're all really talented musicians and able to play everything. Yeah, that's that's right. Yep. We said that in that in that way. Oh, hundred percent. We're so talented. Yeah. We can play every single instrument on the earth, bro. Like, mm. nah, nah. Um, so yeah, we kind of was just jamming and just kind of because I play drums for another band, which is how I met Thomas Herwood, mm. and because he played guitar in that band, and so we just had a few rehearsals. We were just kind of like where I was just jump, drumming, and we like we do a cover of this song by um, With Confidence called Voldemort. I don't know if you know it. I don't know if you're in that whole punk scene but um, i mean i wish i was now it is a <laughs> it's a banging song and yeah so yeah we played that at uh at the uh, my first show for the fletcher dunn stuff at tomcat and um that one really popped off because tom got up and played guitar and sing and i was on the drums and yeah so when we had that idea and it was oh, like and that would have been so good a tomcat mm. gig that like pops off is oh, yeah. so amazing it was i was i was very happy it popped off because it was on the same night as um red hot chili peppers and post malone oh. it was on that <laughs> sunday night and it was like but we, we managed to have like, a packed yes, room i can do it yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we finally like actually had a crowd yeah had a crowd but yeah, um, and yeah, so that's kind of what led us from that little seedling there to kind of being able to move and play multiple instruments and do multiple things and just have fun while creating and fucking around in the <laughs> rehearsal studio. Yeah. <laughs> So one thing we haven't actually said is what's your guys' vibe? What's your sound? See, I am criminally bad at naming genres, which is why I purposely haven't said anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So describe your sound for me. Um, For me, my sound is kind of a bit... I I put it under that alternative pop kind of thing, like very, very, you know, classic kind of thing. But that that label lets me kind of do a bunch of stuff where I do more trap based beats kind of thing with some melodic over it and then like punk rock is something that we all love as a band and that metal kind of aspect and we love playing it but like when i'm creating and producing i love making those kind of soft synth based kind of things and yeah so it's kind of a bit of everything and like even in the future like a couple songs that i'm working on at the moment have that kind of weird indie surf vibe i guess but like not all the way there. Interesting. Yeah. I love it. And so you were mentioning before that you're going through a bit of a sound change as well. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Because um, all the music that I have like up at the moment on Spotify and stuff is I made when I was in 17 during COVID kind of thing. And so that was just sounds that I kind of was had when I was there, making it, finding, discovering music and discovering my own voice with it. And now that I have grown my understanding through music at uni and stuff i've been able to just take what i've known and all the different influences from all the new people i've met and kind of make fun music that it's just like there isn't necessarily a genre that i'm like oh i have to stick to this because that's my sound and i just kind of just if a song requires to be phoebe bridges-esque kind of (laughs) sad gay shit i'm gonna make some sad gay shit because that's fun (laughs) but yeah so yeah so it's just it's just doing what the song wants and how it needs and that's kind of the sound 
that I'm going for. Amazing. And so you guys as a band, as artists, like what's your, I guess, favorite thing about producing music? Is it live performances? Is it the recording? For me, it's just kind of be able to say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know, I'm writing a song at the moment for our band, which is just kind of like a fuck you to supermarkets, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That, that is very timely. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You know, um, yeah. So I guess with our recording stuff, I, I love the live performance side of it. And oh, I love being, that too, yeah. And <laughs> being able to perform the songs that we do record. And I always find it, I love recording music and being there in the space but the moment the recording's done and you have to like make it good i'm like all right my head's in another world i'm just gonna go do something else mm. and it's just just trying to get myself sit down and be like yep time to go yeah, yeah. oh my that's, goodness that's the vibe yeah because like i it's interesting like because artists always say they have different reasons for producing music like what do you reckon your goal for each track each song is um for like it's just as i said before i'm very much what the song needs kind of thing and if a song needs all of these crazy guitar layers and crazy drums that make it sound beefy and cinematic sometimes then that's you just gotta (laughs) you just gotta go with it and but then sometimes you can have a track where it's just like it's one acoustic guitar that you've ran through three mics so you have a good clarity and then just vocals over it and that's the pretty song and yeah so yeah when it comes to produ- production it's just make it sound good and do what it requires <laughs> it's always hard to find out what the song requires though you gotta you gotta take time yeah and really sit with that oh my goodness so live performances we've discussed tomcat what's your vibe on live performances in brisbane like do you have a favorite venue <sighs> i can't want to say Griso. Yeah, we Greaser uh, yeah. is really groovy. I like yeah. it. We yeah, I we've played played at Greaser once and it was it was kind of a funky gig because it was for their Battle of the Bands and Wait, Greaser had a Battle of the Bands. Yeah, yeah it no, was, it was like around the same time as Oh my yeah. god. It was around so, the same time as the QUT one and Well, it was, because then also ba- um Black Bear had one mm, as well. Yeah. Because I remember seeing it, like, because we were sitting there just like, why is everyone stealing our damn idea? (laughs) Battle of the Bands is a new idea. (laughs) Um, But no, random, like three mm, or four different venues all in the same month. Just, just maybe it was like, all right, we have an extra thousand dollars. Let's give it to the bands that play for us every time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, we had a great show at Grisor and... It was funny because we kind of we brought out a saxophone. So mm. Charlie, who <laughs> was featured on the new song under his name, he joined us for that gig, and I was just like, "Let's just just play a gig with the saxophone." And so he played for the entire thing, just did what he wanted to do over the songs, and played some like mad sax solos. It went fucking hard. Yeah, it went hard. <laughs> and then we there was like it was like a. I feel it, like it's yeah. so underrated having a good brass section in your band, oh, like for gigs. Yeah. Oh. It's that's the dream. Like, I'm a big, big Cat Empire fan. So, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, to do a gig like that, where it's like you just have these brass sections and stuff, and do that with like our more kind of grungy rock stuff, that'd be just so fun to just kind of turn those songs into some like stage band bangers. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think it should be a stay, like a stay in each band, like the mm. Funny Gyms, because they have a bit of. Oh, brass. I love the Funny Gyms. My God. They, they pop off as well. Mm. Anyway, continue. Greaser, what other venues are we thinking? Um, 
I do want to play Bad Luck, that new one that popped up over near the zoo. That was another one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called Bad Luck. I went there once, and um, I uh, yeah, and that you just it kind of like popped off a little bit. Like it'd be fun to play there, and um, it's just more in that metal kind of mm. direction. Yeah, it's over near where the zoo is on that kind of strip. Um, Interesting. I've never heard um, of it, but yeah. the zoo, I love that as yeah. a venue. The zoo, the zoo's. I've I've been to a few concerts there. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to always be in the crowd and. All the the way the bar's set up, like it's got you can see all the like little little tools and whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, and I always always love Tomcat. Tomcats are fun. Oh one. yeah, yeah. That's, no. that's 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 like the only club I go to when we're going out these days. Is it, is it like Tomcat Greaser and we're going home? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so far. I feel like it's so hit and miss these days. hundred mm. oh, <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, have there been any gigs in particular outside of? beating Red Hot Chili Peppers and Post Malone <laughs> that really stick out to you? Um, we did a Mother's Day bash at Rick's, actually. With, <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was, yeah, I was talking about it with my mum the other day because she was just... Cause, um, yeah, she was just making fun of me because in the when we were doing it, and I was tra- trying to tell the crowd to wish my mum a happy birthday. I did the opposite with my anxiety and went, "Don't wish my mum a happy birthday." And then, <laughs> and yeah, so um, happy birthday, happy Mother's Day. Um, so yeah, that was that was that was my that was my personal highlight of that gig. Now, nah. because um, that show at Rick's that was um, for me and Tom, it was a double gig because we did with our other band, Aaron Avenue. Mm. And um, yeah, and yeah, it was a good, it was a fun gig, and we did a good range of songs with that one. And yeah. <laughs> So, live music, recording, everything, your new track. Yeah. Tell me all about it. It's a different direction for you, which is very exciting. Mm, I So, the way that this track kind of came about, I was just there just messing around. Oh, I don't know how it came about. I kind of forgot for a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, do I remember? Um, I do now. So, the it has a falsetto vocal, which... Um, we did as for a band demo and it was this kind of more punky direction. And then I just was like, I'm going to take that sample and chuck it on some weird trap beat, which is exactly what I did. And then with the production of that and just as it grew, because originally I was going to have like vocals on it and stuff. And just as it grew, it was like, that's not what it needed. And then I was like, once I finished the beat, I was like, it does need a melody. And I was like, not vocals. And I was like, sex. And then that's when I brought out Charlie and yeah and then he was like really keen to work on the track and yeah so charlie goes by the artist name phantom yeah he correct? goes by phantoms yeah. with phantom without the a it's, mm. it's, that's how he spells it phantom phantom so um, how yeah. did you guys meet and come across each other one of like so he's close friends with someone that i met in high school and did a few like high school musicals with and stuff and oh, we love high school musicals. Yes, we love high school musical <laughs> just specifically. Yeah, we, we did high school musical as a high school musical. Oh, seriously? Yeah. My goodness. I did one um, for some stupid kids show ages ago. And I was Zeke. I got to throw a cake at someone. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I met him like in one of my first weeks of uni and then kind of didn't really speak to him because he's a 
music and education um, major, like oh, dual major. So that all makes of our so classes, much sense. We don't talk classes, to the education yeah, people. Didn't, didn't line up. And then we had we had one this year. And then it was kind of like, I was just like, let's just work on it like last semester. And yeah. And so it was good reconnecting with them. And we're now good mates, which is great. That's so cool. So what's like, what does he do outside of being a featured artist? <laughs> um, so he makes his own kind of music under Phantom. And I love it personally. It's got like some weird... EDM floaty kind of vibes like um with the sax we are with the sax it it works Ricky it works. joke <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely something worth checking out you should out. listen after this yeah <laughs> good plug good plug yeah but yeah he's he's great he, and um I just know that he loves what he does and is just kind of taking it uh, working on what he wants to do I know that at the moment he, I, might, I might not be allowed to say it but he's working on some kind of EP that Ooh. I think he, I think he's I think he's already released like one or two songs off of it and like they're, they're great like I think he's got this one called um Aftershock which is uh, his newest one which I love. Mm, wow. Yeah. And so getting together writing it what was the process like? Run me through it. Um so the process of writing it was kind of just like I wanted this song that just kind of encapsulated everything that I was feeling with my brain and everything and kind of I took that vocal sample from the demo and kind of ran it and manipulated it in all these different ways electronically putting it into a sampler and making it a vocal chop then also like distorting it and reversing it to make some weird creepy like <laughs> noises and yeah so it's kind of just taking that one sample which was like representation of like mental health and being and then just kind of turning it and putting it through the ringer <laughs> and just kind of there and then at the end of it just make it sound everything pretty and mm. yeah so did cool. you achieve it does it sound like what you were feeling i yeah i think this like it's to me it's such a pretty song and it was like there was like a couple weeks there where i just i just li listened to it like every day where once i finished it was like that <laughs> it was just it's just a song that just made me feel happy which is why i'm so happy to finally be able to release it that's so beautiful so is that what you were trying to like get across a very happy feeling in life it was more of happiness and sorrow you know like so the song it's while it's it's such a chill vibe like it's a song that you can put on when you go to sleep kind of thing and it's just kind of that and the reason why it made me happy is because it was just being able to kind of represent everything that I wanted to say without having to oh say God, anything. So it was a very like cathartic mm. experience. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the word. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And so what's your vibe with the song, Ben? I am very much enjoying it and I'm excited to play it live as well. But it's just, it's just nice to just chill. Yeah. And Wait, it. have you not played it live yet? No, we haven't played it live because it's a hard one to play live because it's so electronic and yeah. we just haven't had a chance to kind of go over with Charlie with it to kind of be able to make it something that we can translate live. And I would love to try and translate it live. Mm. But yeah, it, it would be a hard one to do with just the instrumentation that we have. Yeah, it's probably but, more of a backing track kind of thing. Yeah, but. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be one of those things where like, you know, Ben's taking a fight. It's what we'd play if we ever had like, you know, yeah. that, that encore situation where like <laughs> the band disappears. Oh, one more song. How oh, we got five planned. Oh um, my god, yeah. so I was talking to one of my artist friends lately about that phenomenon. Mm. What's your vibe with the one more song? Like, 
he because he was saying he was like it feels a little conceited to like plan for the audience to ask for an encore. <laughs> yeah, it's you can you can always tell when an encore is genuine these days though because mm. like I've been to a few shows. Oh, yeah, I'm with confidence. Um, yeah, we yeah. went to with confidence who are Australian punk band who were together for ten years and broke up last year or was it earlier this November, year? November. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They broke up last year and their last show ever was in Brisbane mm. and. Um, they got they got an encore like they they did their planned encore kind of thing they just stayed on stage because they're like yeah it's a the the punk band thing yeah we're taking the piss kind of thing and then they got a genuine encore and then i was at the cat empire um last week i think it was or a couple of weeks ago and the opening band corduroy they sound um, uh, it's not corduroy it's coterie it's C-O-T-E-R-I-E. Mm. I haven't learned how to pronounce it yet. My bad. Um, <laughs> but they, they got an encore and they, they sounded great. And then also when the Cat Empire, they had their whole thing of one more song. But it was good because the crowd didn't do a one more song chant. Because <gasps> the way they end their set is they had this song called Still Young. And it ends with like the crowd going... I forgot the melody, but like just like a big whoa kind of thing. And the crowd just kept doing it and built it back up till the band came back on, continued playing that song, and then did like three extra hits that they didn't play. And so, <laughs> so like that kind of where like they knew they were going to get an encore, but they yeah. didn't know it was going to be like that. It, it allows for those moments, but you know, when you. When you're there and you, you walk off stage, it's good to have a break, but then you just walk back on five minutes. Because sometimes I've been to a concert where the crowd wasn't even cheering one more song. Just the lights didn't go on and nobody moved. And then they came back out. Oh, that was yeah. awkward as hell. I just can't because like the... So like and discussing what songs you leave for this encore... Like, because you want it to be a good song, obviously, to be the last one, but then you don't want it to be... Like, so is that why you would pick this type of song? Like, it's exciting, it's new. Mm, yeah, because um, at the moment, like, we've been working on a kind of newer set list to incorporate all of the songs that we've been writing for whatever upcoming project I'm probably going to be working on. But, like, where we have that old stuff and the new stuff, and so it's nice to kind of be able to have... Uh, 10 songs out of like a 45 minute set list or something like that where it's like after the 10th song that's like where you'd have a little bit of a break and then you come on and then you do like I think for at the moment the set list that we're working with we go into this little it's I don't know if you've ever heard of this band called The Main and we do a cover of their stuff <gasps> wait uh, hold on they do um, American Candy right? I'm not too sure. Maybe. Fake fan. I'm a big fake fan. I love one of their albums, and that's about it. Wait, oh my God. If you... Sorry, I've literally never heard anyone talk about The Main before, mm. and it was just one of my high school... Did they... American Candy, am I right? You are right, yeah. Yes! yes you are right. Oh! They're so good. They are really, really good. And mm. like... Sorry, sorry. You were saying. <laughs> yeah, so like that. that's kind of... we With practicing that, we... Because they have... On one of their albums, the songs um, "Black Butterflies" and "Deja Vu," it's off of "Lovely Little Lonely." And before it, there's a track that I have called "Lovely," and it's just like a extra twelve bars of the chord progression, mm. and it's just nice and soft. And it's very much what I would like to do with LTB when translating it to live, where it's just a little transition before a song. So maybe with the original demo that we had with the falsetto, where it's more punky thing, kind of combine the two, which will be fun. But that's something to look forward to in the future. Mm. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. <laughs> so, you were mentioning before the show 
you've had a very exciting progression with the song and producing it and releasing it a music video. Yeah, like, um, so my whole shtick was before I kind of found music, I was a big film guy. Like, not a, not a film bro, but, you know. Sure. <laughs> not the stereotype. <laughs> kind of, a little bit. Oh, actually, guys, no, I love not Tarantino. A film, he's never seen Robocop. That's true. Oh, so That's true. true. <laughs> I've also never... Oh, I was talking to someone the other day. I've never seen um, American, The Princess Bride. American Psycho. I haven't, mean, I haven't seen American Psycho. I don't know. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a film bro, but I loved film and that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> and with with... No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just love them. I love them so much It's my only love nah, um, And then COVID happened And then I found music And then with With the songs I was making then The entire time I was kind of just picturing What it would look like To have a visual with it And with this kind of new range of songs That I'm making Each one that I'm probably going to release As singles I want to have like This little moment in time That's captured on film mm. Like this one for LTB It's an animated music video by one of my good mates, Lucy Ian Myers, and she's an incredible animator. So and good. Yeah, she did some. Wow. She did some work with um, well, work. She made. She just did it for fun. She made something with um, Peach PRC's. Uh, was it Forever Drunk? I don't know. No, it was um, Loved You Before, and like she didn't get tickets to Peach's concert, so then she made like a little animation for fun on TikTok, just being like, "Haha, I missed out on tickets." And then Peach saw it, gave her free tickets to her show, no. and then and then bought her animation. Like as a full thing, and then played it at a few festivals. Yeah, she played it. Oh, at like on projections behind. Yeah. Her. yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. It was at Splendor, I'm pretty sure. Splendor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holy so, yeah. hell! So, yeah. so she she's been a lovely animator to the stars. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You got gotta gotta plug that. But yeah, she she's been a lovely mate, and as she's loved making this music video because a lot of her stuff is a lot lyric based, mm-hmm. and so she takes the lyrics and kind of reflects it and is like little lyric video animation and this one is like there's no lyrics have fun with it and we we, we spent like a, a couple days storyboarding and now it's like this nice little pretty story about a dinosaur in space that travels the cosmos to find his family that's so beautiful oh my yeah. goodness like her animation style is incredible because she'll what like, does it look like is it like anime style it, or it's like all very hand-drawn <laughs> yeah, and it's... very colorful and then she makes everything blend together so like It'll be like a dinosaur on a planet or something, and then it'll zoom in and kind of blend into this new landscape, which then blends into something else. Oh like, my god! It's it's all hand drawn. Like she has like an iPad and all hand draws it, and very two D kind of traditional, more of that earlier stuff. <sighs> Animators, they freak me out. They would have to spend so much time on that. Oh yeah, no. Like she's also my girlfriend, so shout out that way. <laughs> oh, but, um, okay. <laughs> but like she, she'll be texting me at like one a.m. just working on the animation and. Like she puts in so much work to it all, mm. and it, it definitely comes out like the like the amount of time and effort she's put into it. You can definitely tell, and it's great. My goodness! So wait, so what's the release date for this song again? Um, Friday the thirteenth, because I'm feeling a bit spooky. I'm feeling a little bit spooky. <laughs> little bit. Of, of October. Yeah, yeah. Oh like my next god! Week. So you're just like it's one after the other, like mm. creepy factor. I love mm. it. Yeah. So spooky. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so then is music video going out on the same day? Um. Yeah. I think at the moment we have the first pass done, and it's kind of getting there, and we. Like, well, first pass, we've got like done it three times where we got the full thing. And at the moment, it's literally just chucking the end credits on and then it's done. Oh, my goodness. That's so exciting. So, yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully, it'll be up on that way or on the day or the week after. So, yeah. Oh, my God. How does it feel to be, like, so close to the finish line? Uh, it, it, just, it just feels like a pleasure to be able to release these pieces of work that I've 
made and like for people to actually listen to them it's it's kind of a weird phenomenon but <laughs> at the same time it's like yeah you just go with the punches and if something if it pops off it pops off if it doesn't oh well make another song oh my goodness i'm just so excited for it to be up and me able to just add it to my sleep playlist and that's not have so to huge congratulations guys where can people find it once it's released? Um, so it'll be on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, YouTube, all of the all of the music streaming things. All of the fun Deezer. things. Deezer, Tidal. all those Tidal. random ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snapchat apparently. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, Snapchat has something to do with it. Um, but yeah, it'll be out and it'll be under Fletcher Dunn. Dunn spelled D U double N. Just in case you're thinking D O N E, because I don't know, sometimes people do. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, uh, what was that? What was that one song in like 2015? The the Madden Brothers, the Good Charlotte guys are like, dun dun. dun yeah, dun. yeah. <laughs> that one ruined me as a kid. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, so it'll be out um, October 13th under Fletcher Dunn, and yeah, it'll have this music video with it and it's very pretty and definitely should be checked out <laughs> you heard it here on talker space approved extension listeners thank you so much for joining me you guys for no, this thanks. episode thank you for having us it's been, us. A, been a big pleasure <laughs> as always guys talker space approved extension is an extension of the talker space show which airs on zed digital wednesday nights at 7 p.m check it out you guys we've reached the end of another episode we shall see you next week Bye, everyone. Talker Space Approved Extension is the podcast that talks all things uni. We're bringing you chats about what it's like being a uni student, uni music, and the world of pop culture, as well as bringing you longer chats with the interesting people in Brisbane. Listen in every Friday morning on your favourite podcasting app. This podcast was recorded on Turrible land, always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. <laughs> <laughs>